So, we've all heard the tune of Nali Bali here on the SABC on SAFM. And uh, it is a literacy not-for-profit and NGO. And it uses social employment to tackle both illiteracy and unemployment. That feels like a very big elephant and certainly not uh, eating it one step at a time. Social employment, illiteracy and unemployment. On the line is Katie Houston, who's the Head of Research, Innovation and Impact. Katie, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks, Michelle, for having me. So let's look at uh, how you are using social employment to tackle both illiteracy and unemployment. Perhaps uh, it's useful to explain what social employment is. Sure, Michelle. I'll do that in just a moment. So I think as Nali Bali, um, as you mentioned, people often know us for the radio. We're a national reading for enjoyment campaign. So we do a lot more than just the radio to promote reading and helping children to develop a love of reading from a very young age. We do a ton of producing reading materials in African languages, and we do a lot of training and working with adults in communities to help read with children and to make it fun. Um, so in terms of what social employment is and helping us, how it is helping us to achieve that mission, um, the Social Employment Fund is a new initiative of the presidency, and it's, it's recognizing that there is so much work that needs to be done in our country around our social challenges, our economic challenges, our environmental challenges. Um, yet, ironically, we have these incredibly high and devastating unemployment rates. Um, so the Social Employment Fund is, is essentially saying we, we're going to create those jobs. It recognizes that the market alone isn't going to fix unemployment anytime soon. And what's quite incredible is that instead of a sort of traditional public employment program, which would usually be run by government, in this instance, um, the government has, has recognized that there are already civil society organizations doing this incredibly important work. And they are investing in, in organizations like Nali Bali, allowing us to scale up things like our family and community literacy program. Okay, so how do you do this? How do we do it? So this mm. project, um, Nali Valley has been really lucky. We've been able to grow and hire a thousand people in seven provinces and 71 communities. And so we've got people on the ground working in teams of 10. Um, and what they're doing is starting reading clubs in communities. So giving children a welcoming space to come and develop their reading and literacy skills and enjoy books and stories in their mother tongue. They're going to preschools to actually provide read aloud sessions and fun interactive learning games and support to those practitioners. And then the element that's really new and exciting for us is that we're doing door-to-door -door home visits with interested families and demonstrating in the comfort of someone's own home um, how do you actually start developing children's language and literacy skills from a very young age. So starting from zero, from one, from two, not waiting till they get to school and giving parents and caregivers the confidence that even if they never felt super comfortable reading, you can actually just look at the pictures. You can just talk about the book, um, recognizing that they are a really powerful agent of change. You don't need to wait for teachers. You don't need to wait for professionals. You know, teachers in schools have an important role, but actually developing young children and helping them to thrive is it's a whole of society mission. And we're really trying to empower all the stakeholders in those communities to be involved. Katie, you talk about empowering all the stakeholders. When We need to go to a break, but when we come back, I'd just like to understand, using social employment to tackle unemployment, and I'm assuming that there's a trajectory here, that it goes from using social employment to, A, teach young people to read, to become literate, and that in that process you are then impacting unemployment as well. But I may have that wrong, and when we come back from the break, perhaps you could clarify that.
The Jet Set Breakfast. Music, culture, lively and critical discussions on SAFM. We're in word domination. We're talking about how uh, literacy uh, supports employment and how social employment can tackle both illiteracy and unemployment. We're with the Nalibali Literacy uh, NGO not-for-profit. Kate Houston is head of research, innovation and impact. Kate, uh, very briefly uh, running out of time, and I'm worried that we won't touch on this. Do you see this as a long-term trajectory goal for yourselves? As an organization, sure. I mean, so and it, sort of right now we've been able to create a thousand jobs. I mean, that's very exciting. But I think what's really important is remembering that it's, you know, we're part of a consortium of 28 nonprofits creating 50,000 jobs in this first round. We do hope and expect that this program will, will get the green light to scale and we'd love to do even more. Um, so we'd love to see it growing significantly. And I think it's, you know, when people have a job, it's not, it's, it, it's a huge deal that people have a job and they've mm. got more income and more security. But there's also all the skills that people are gaining. So people in our program at Nali Bali are learning planning skills, facilitation skills, communication, accountability, reporting, teamwork. And there's a confidence that comes with that. Mm. So the idea is that, that that really meaningful work experience, you know, in a team working in pairs so they're always supported um, will give people more opportunities in the future. Look, we'd love to keep them all on forever, but you know that's not the way the scheme is set up. But I think it, it's there's a bigger picture where we've actually got these critical gaps in society. In early childhood development, there are two and a half million kids under five who are not in an age-appropriate early learning program right now, and we need at least 200,000 um, preschool teachers and early childhood development practitioners to close that gap. And I think what's quite amazing to me is as I've been meeting people in this program, there are so many people who are unemployed who would be brilliant working in the sort of care economy and the childcare sector, but just haven't been given those opportunities. So, so as Nali Valley, we want to be one of their first opportunities, but we actually need a lot of role players to come together and kind of build those pathways and, and, and formalize that sector, which has recently moved from, from social development into basic education. Um, so there's a lot of work that needs to be done. As Nali Bali, we certainly can't do it alone, but we want to be part of that solution. Katie, I'm going to close off with a question for you. It's something we've asked a couple of people on the show today. What makes you drive this forward? What is your passion for this? And uh, do you see it as your purpose? Oh, yeah. I mean, look, I think when you ask me that question, what I'm thinking of is, is a particular photograph that's come through from my colleagues who are driving this program on the ground of a grandfather sitting and reading with a small child, maybe a two-year-old. And I think we, we kind of myth busting here. So the idea that you, know, you can actually read a wordless picture book that doesn't have any words. And I think so many parents and caregivers feel, feel disempowered and they kind of feel that they've given over, you know, my kid will, will learn when they get to school and that's the job of teachers. And for me, and I'm also a parent of a young child myself, like realizing the power that we have as parents and it's easy and it's fun, these things we can do with our kids, storytelling, it calms them down when they're crying. Um, there's so much, people just don't realize how powerful they are as caregivers and as a child's first and best teacher. So if we as Nali Bali can share that gospel with, you know, several thousand more people through the course of this project and we should be reaching at least 20,000 children, um, for us, that would be a transformative and incredibly huge impact. That's Katie Houston, Head of Research, Innovation and Impact at the Nani Bali Literacy NGO.